the Kinky Boys Podcast. Exploring one kink at a time. Hello and welcome to the Kinky Boys Podcast. Uh, we've got a great episode for you this week. Or month, rather. Uh, but before we get into our interview, uh, I'd just like to take this uh, moment to thank our first patron, who's just signed up to our patron to get the episode a week early. If anyone else wants to do that, that would be great. We don't have advertising on this show, so we're entirely listener-supported. If you don't want to do that, uh, could you at least uh, go into iTunes and give us a good rating so the algorithm picks us up? That, that would be brilliant. Thank you so much. So, on with the show. Today, we've got a great guest, uh, Goma, who's going to talk to us about um, his fetish of using masks in tra- transformation and body modification. Hello, Goma. Hello, I'm going fine. And you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much. I've, I've wanted to get you on this show for ages, ever since I saw the recon video you did. I'll link yes. to it in the show notes, but it was basically you doing on their fetish profiles. Um, so why don't you tell the listeners a bit about yourself? Thank you very much. I'm glad to be here. Mm-hmm. Well, my name is Goma. Mm-hmm. I've been in the fetish scene uh, for about 12 years ago or so, but I've been actively fetishist since I was very, very young. Cool. So... Uh, Nice. And so, what are your fetishes? Well, my main fetish, I think, is uh, transformation, a main fetish. I discovered very early that I like masks, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. all kinds of them, uh, wearing them and seeing other men wearing masks. I think I realized that I was a fetishist even before realizing that I was gay. Uh, I just couldn't understand why I wanted so badly to get masked full time and to see other men wearing masks. So um, when the poverty came, uh, it started to get a little more sense. Uh, I discovered that I liked to change my appearance, so I like to become something else from, I want, I like it, all the things that could allow me to transform from a human boy to something or someone else. And all that had a powerful effect on my sexual arousal. So in time, I finished by understanding that my fetish was really not only about mask, but in general about transformation and all that comes with it. I mean, masks, hoods, uh, makeup, leather, full mm. rubber, lycra, etc. And I think that's it. I love the gear that covers completely the body, that gives the body um, a different aspect uh, that change the the way it looks. Yeah. I mean... So that is. 
I would say that's a big appeal for a lot of people, like especially with rubber. Yeah, like you see a lot of people with the rubber and the gas masks, or um, like the blanking hoods where it removes your features so you look more like almost like a mannequin. Like yes. a lot of people have that thing where it's you're not quite, you don't entirely quite look human anymore. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I I think transformation is masks are very powerful because they allows you to become not only someone else mm -hmm. but also something else. You you can become uh, some kind of toy mannequin. Uh, you can become a submissive or a master. You can become a superhero. Or a super billion, you can become, uh, I don't know, you can become awful, horrible, scary, whatever you want. So I think that's why masks give you so many possibilities about sexuality. Because they may come to all fantasies in sexual life, yeah. yeah I mean, a lot of BDSM is people talk about headspaces like embodying a certain attitude or getting into a mindset of like subspace. And I think having your physical features mirror that can really help with that and like get you into um, like the headspace you want. Um, one thing we should say, because this is an audio medium, uh, the masks you're describing aren't like cheap dress up masks. These are very high grade Human, often human, um, looking silicon masks, like movie quality. Well, when I started, uh, when I was a child, I liked all kind of masks. Mm. I started actually wearing stocking masks, you know, like uh, a bogler. Mm -hmm. But uh, then it evolved because I wanted to get more complicated, more sophisticated faces and transformations. Mm -hmm. So I kept searching for new things. I tried up rubber and all kind of masks. And then there was the silicone ones that mm -hmm. allow you to have really a full transformation into something else. You can become a human completely different than the one you are usually or you can become some kind of creature that you couldn't be other way. Yeah, that's it. So they, they are actually very specific, like like items. And there are very, very talented guys that make these amazing masks. Yeah, I mean, you're wearing one now and it looks incredible. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm, I'm often masked when I'm at home, actually. Oh, really? Oh, cool. Yeah. I think I spent more time masked than unmasked. Uh, I, I, it, it, uh, somehow it is not only sexual. It's, it allows me to feel more myself than I am when I'm not masked. So it just let me to feel better. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So, when did you start 
like actively introducing masks into your play? Well, um, I discovered when I was a child, I discovered that it was really pleasant to wear masks. And I used to wear masks all the time to play child games, actually, with the other guys. Uh, sometimes I was a superhero or the supervillain for the games, or sometimes I was uh, a monster or the bad guy or anything. And even my uh, camarades, my, my classmates, started to call me El Mascaras. That means uh, the mask guy in Spanish, because I always had a mask with me uh, in, my, in my backpack or... I was always ready to put a mask on, and well, that that was so. Uh, I, I I'm not sure. It is because it was. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe when I was a young adult mm-hmm. that I started to put some um, more um, sexual thing into the mask, but I. I don't know, maybe about 20 years or something. Uh, when I was 20 years or 20 years old or something like that, mm-hmm. uh, that I started to go out to bars and wearing masks. And actually, being masked for me is uh, very, very um, pleasant. I when I was the first times that I was in public wearing my masks. I was so excited that I didn't have the need for real sex. I mean, for fucking. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it was like it, if if it was um, wearing a mask, it was like sex itself for me. I think it is somehow still that way for me, but uh, now I have more practices than then. So that's it. So I started to wear some masks to go out to the bars and to be there outside in front of the guys was absolutely amazing for me. And well, that's it. Then I met some guys and I started to develop some plays with them. Cool. So how do you use them in play? Um, Like, in a scene, how would you... Well, it's... Um, I, use, I use them most of the time when I have sex. Um, mm. It's uh, very important for me to wear a mask. And some... I don't know, maybe when I started it, it was like role-playing things. Mm-hmm. I became someone into a role play, mm-hmm. and I used to play that role, etc. But uh, it became a part of me, so the sexual part comes when I'm masked. So I can use them for a role play. I can make my partner to wear one also to get aroused. But they are they they came very naturally, actually, in my sexual life. Oh, cool. So so do you have, like, sort of set um, 
head spaces for the different masks you wear. Yeah, that is funny. Actually, uh, I couldn't say that I have a favorite mask. It comes with, I don't know, my my desires that change all time. So there are days that I want to be this guy that, uh, with the mask that I'm wearing right mm-hmm. now. Uh, sometimes I want to become a full robber creature, just full black. Mm-hmm. Uh, some other times I want to wear a stocking mask like a bogler. Uh, so it, it changes, it changes all time. Um, cool. And, um, so when you're using them, like, say someone's listening to this and they really want to try it, uh, are there any sort of, we always go in for safety on this program. Are there any sort of safety hazards or medical things people need to know about if they're going to try this for themselves? Well, there is not much about them. Um, I think the main thing could be that there are some masks, especially the rubber ones that mm-hmm. are really tight, make sometimes difficult to breathe mm-hmm. and it could be really dangerous. It could be dangerous because logically it it, it is uh, uh, possible to suffocate, but also because uh, the suffocation could be very erotic as uh, itself. So uh, I think that you and your partner has to be very uh, attentive to not going too far with those games. If you are not feeling right, you have to stop. It's always better to be able to start over again later if you are fine. So I think that is the first thing. And the second one is that um, I think less and people are less and less tolerant with uh, masking in public places. Mm-hmm. Maybe because the world we are living in is becoming a bit more dangerous, yeah. or maybe because the world we're living in likes to see exactly where we are and who we are all the time. Mm. But um, people are not always tolerant. So I used to be a lot uh, in public when I wear masks. And I have always in my mind that it could be dangerous for me. So if other guys are in the same idea of wearing their masks in public, I think they have to keep always in their minds that it could be dangerous at some time because other people could feel uh, aggressed or could feel simply scared and react negatively. That's it. Yeah. Thank you. No, I think that's really good advice. It's, um, obviously I know, like, um, yeah, people often get nervous if they're around someone with a covered face. It, there's a lot in our society about that, about, um, not being able to see someone, um, which provokes a bit of a response. Um, so, one of the other things you list in your own profiles is you quite like um, 
stuff like body modifications, extreme haircuts, that sort of thing. Now, you've had a bit of body mod- modification done, haven't you? Yeah. Uh, and that is a bifurcated tongue. That's it. Cool. Um, so for our listeners who don't know what that is, um, a bifurcated tongue is where it's partially split down the middle. So it resembles that of a snake or lizard. That's it. Mm-hmm. I have one snake mask. Yeah, I always, I've always been attired by the reptile mm. look. So it was like a reptilian tongue that it became possible for real. And I just, I think I just realized that I want to be uh, a bit more of a freak to express mm-hmm. the inner me because I, without the masks, I still am, am, am very normal. As a guy, so it was a, a, a small modification that was for me that led me to see a little bit more of Rick. Mm-hmm. So, so, I mean, I've always wondered how is it done? Is it painful or? Well, mine was not painful because the guy that did it was really, really attentive and really mm-hmm. kind. Uh, I'm, I'm not into pain, mm-hmm. so he made his best to make it a soft experience. But it could be painful. Actually, they put um, a person in the middle of the tongue, mm-hmm. and they wait it to make a scar so they can cut, and the scar will make it the beginning of the split and it will not heal anymore, so it will stay split. Wow. Uh, he did it uh, with a little bit of anesthesia, so mm-hmm. it was not painful at all. Uh, but the recovery that was about two weeks or so was a little bit painful. It's very uncomfortable because your tongue is just huge in your mouth, you cannot eat normally and you cannot talk normally for four, three or four days. And then it goes better. And that's it. But I, I can say that it's one of the best decisions that I've made in my whole life. I really, really love it. And I think if I had to do it again, I'd do it again. Oh, cool. Um... So, yeah, so you can actually, so you can manipulate each side of the tongue. So you can like cross the, so you can independently move each side of the tongue. Yeah, that's it. Cool. And has it changed how you use your tongue in sex? Actually, you realize that your muscles are Mm. not born at the beginning. Mm. So it, it is just the middle that make them, seal them together. So when it's cut, you can move your tongue in both different ways. And yeah, I think, I'm not, I'm not sure if it changed something for real, but it made me, it made me feel more confident because it makes me feel more like the guy that I want to look, the guy that I want to be. 
So I think I became a better geezer after that. And yeah, it allows to make some things that I wouldn't be able to do. So yeah, it's magical. Oh wow. That, that's really cool. I mean, I've always been fascinated by it. It's, um, cause I often saw them on, uh, programs about body modification. And it, it just seems so interesting to me. Um, I mean, I have someone who, um, is a friend who is very much into vampires. And he's yeah. had, um, lengthened incisors attached to his teeth. So he has like the traditional big vampire teeth. Yeah. And it's like stuff like that always, um, fascinates me. I think that the humankind has always modified their bodies to the things with, with it, maybe to make them fit to their desires or their fears or, and I think it's important to be able to change. And I think we all, we do it all time with when we practice some sport and making a lot of things actually. Uh, body modification is just like um, going a little further with it. But I think it, it, it gives you so many possibilities about expressing yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like um, the one that always I think of uh, is bodybuilding is a form of body modification. Because people push their muscles to be a size that they're just not naturally meant to be. Like, out in nature, you would not be able to get your body into that sort of shape and size and mass. Um, And we always do it, like, express through haircuts and things. So it just, I just find stuff like this just going a bit further. Yeah, that's it. I agree. I think bodybuilding is some kind of body modification, just like getting some silicone implants mm-hmm. somewhere or getting silicone balls to get a huge bulge. I mean, there is not such difference between the, the, the girl that choose, mm-hmm. that chooses to put some silicone to have a younger face and the guy that decides to have bigger balls. But our society sees very differently. That it's 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 very nice that we could transform, and I think there is a, a lot of things that has to do with transformation in, mm-hmm. in human life, because we are not static beings; we are changing all the time. Yeah. Um... Yeah. So it should be noted when doing any sort of uh, modification, uh, you should always look at um, the medical risk. Um, as we've previously noted on this uh, podcast, uh, stuff like silicon in the balls is free-floating silicon and carries a huge risk of moving and seeping into the bloodstream, and that can be fatal. So yeah. whenever you're looking to change your body for your self-expression, do keep um, your health in mind. It's yes. like, always look for 
good practitioners, even just like tattoos, always do a research on the tattoo artist you're going to use and make sure they're quality um, and have a good reputation. Yeah, But obviously it's like... Um, people should also be able to feel free to express themselves. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. So are you... Is there anything else you want to get done to yourself in the future? Well, there is a lot of fantasies about <laughs> body modification. Uh, but I'm... Unfortunately, not a static guy, so the things that cannot be changed anymore of, uh, later are not always very interesting for me. Mm. That's why I'm very much into masks, because I can choose all time what, what I want as a face, and it can change from one day to the, to the next. So, yeah, I have a lot of... Uh, small projects in my mind uh, but not really decided yet so that's it yeah. yeah I mean that is the great thing about masks is you can change from day to day yes. and it's I mean I have seen the snake one you mentioned earlier and that one looks incredible <laughs> and it can like yeah I like very much yeah I've got a lot of um, friends who are furries and they're very much uh, going in for um, costumes to look like different animals. Yes. I know, like, a lot of them really want something like that, the prosthetics sort of look. Yeah. It is funny because uh, in the fetish scene, actually there is somehow a new fetish. Mm -hmm. We are not that many guys to want to have transformations at that level and other guys that are into more classical things like just wearing leather or some rubber uh, they're a little bit eccentric about the idea of, about the sexual function of it actually yeah. but I think it will come it will become a little bit more common because I need when I did a small video for Recon guys, uh, I realized that there is a lot, a lot of guys that are interested into it. They contacted me with amazing messages, and I think uh, we need to create the space that will let us to express ourselves, and the fetish will become more common. And people will accept it easily, or more easily, maybe, in the future. Yeah, it's that sort of um, being open and honest about yourself and just being yourself proudly can have a really big effect on the world around you. And just people yeah. will see you having a good time, having fun, just being yourself, and, you know, they wonder, well, maybe I can do that too. Yeah. yeah. There, is, there is a thing, because... Most people think that when I'm wearing a mask, this sophisticated, for example, mm -hmm. they think that it is more a um, performatic thing mm -hmm. than a sexual thing, you know, because with a mask like this, you cannot 
have wild sex because it's a fragile object. And guys that are around will see it like if I was making something to be seen only and not touched, not approached, etc. But in my point of view, actually, because uh, sometimes for me being this way is better than having sex because it's a sexual activity in itself. For me, it's just what what I want. So, uh, yeah, it's hard to explain to other people why it's so sexual for me uh, because I'm not always into having sex when I'm dressed like this. Yeah. I mean, I find that for a lot of um, people with fetishes and kinks is that um, you can be sexual without actually having sex. Yeah. It's very much about the feeling and the headspace and the mindset that it produces. Yes, of course. Uh, so, um, so this has been a brilliant interview. Thank you so much. I've been wanting to get you on ever since I've seen that uh, recon video. I'm really glad to participate. Really was very nice to meet you and thanks to you for thinking about me for this interview. Of course, it's been brilliant. Um, do you have a Twitter or recon profile people can follow you on? Yes, my recon profile is Gomar Rubber. Mm -hmm. So if you see the recon video on YouTube, or in the recon sites, there is my profile there also. So feel free to give me a message. It's always nice to read about people that are interested in, in the same things and that would like to discuss about it or that have some questions or that want to go deeper in it. That's it. Cool. Thank you very much. It's been bright, great Thank having you. you. And to all our listeners out there, uh, I hope you have a good one and play safe. Thank you and good night.